And when the history books are written about the 2020 fantasy football season, it will be the Tennessee Titans who had the first COVID case. Luckily, it wasn't any of our stars, our Derrick Henrys, our our Ryan Tannehills even. Uh, And hopefully, it's the last that we have to deal with this. But in the meantime, we have to adjust, and we will adjust, and we will get you across that painted line. Let's get you ready for week four, and let's run up the score. More rhyming. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott hey, you. and Tom. Hey, everybody. And gentlemen, we uh, we have our first bump in the road. Uh, I figured we'd start with this just to kind of get it out of the way. The Tennessee Titans have now had four players and an assortment of coaches test positive for coronavirus. This was during the testing that was done after their game with the Vikings. Right. Their game, uh, the Titans game against Pittsburgh, will now hopefully be played on Monday, Monday at night, the earliest. Possibly Tuesday night. And then I think after, like, if it can't be played on Tuesday night, the way that I see it going, though, is, like, I think they're just going to take the necessary days to make sure everyone gets tested. Yeah. And, and, you know, maybe another person trickles through another another person gets it. But once there's going to be a certain cutoff day. And once you're, you're cleared, you're going to be able to go back to the facility, probably going to be on Saturday or Sunday. And they're only going to have two days to, to uh, prepare. And that's what really sucks about this, I think, and because you're going to give the Steelers extra time to prepare because they, they can go to practice. They can go to the facility and they can, you know, get game plan together. Whereas, you know, the Titans are virtual right now. We'll see. We'll see, actually. Maybe it, maybe it helps the Titans guys not having to practice. And they can study more on film Extra and know time what they need to bed. do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a, it's a double-sided coin, but I think that um, we're going to have to get used to dealing. I'm hopeful. That's all I'm saying. Hope can be a dangerous thing. No kidding, especially in fantasy football. <laughs> Mr. Dufresne. All right. Um, the one thing I will say is all of a sudden everybody in – on planet earth should be a Minnesota Vikings fan because the Vikings have had no positive cases as of Wednesday. Exactly. That's huge because the Vikings play the Texans, a very fantasy friendly matchup for both offenses. This is a game that, you know, a lot of guys are going to be started in this game. We're going to get to that one because that one has not been rescheduled whatsoever so far. I think we're going to be okay with that one. Right. Uh, But in the meantime, the big one, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, it was going to be a one o'clock game on on Sunday. Now we're talking about the Steelers and the Titans playing in their second double header on a Monday night. Yeah, this season, if you remember, the that t- works out. The Steelers played the Giants and the Titans played the Broncos on the first Monday night of the season. So, I, I mean, it's I hesitate to talk about this too much more. It could be yeah, literally resolved by the time we're done recording or while we're recording. So I don't want to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys know the drill. Good point, Tom. You're treating these guys like anybody who you would typically play Monday night. I think you absolutely cannot play Deontay Johnson, whether this game is played out on schedule or not, just because he's got concussion symptoms. Who knows what that's going to be like? They may end up just holding him out for the week. Anyway, we move on, and we've got plenty to talk about. A lot of receivers, lingering injuries. Uh, we'll, we'll get updates on all of that, updates on the 49ers as well. But first, the showdown. Of Thursday night football. And I mean, my goodness, this thing's going to be good. 
Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. Psych. Um, oh, man. Brett, Brett Ripien? Ripien. I mean, son of Mark Ripien. Sure. Former NFL quarterback. Yes. It's in his blood. <laughs> Better be at I mean, this point. Um, yeah. A lot oh, of people man, saying it's going to be bad. <laughs> well, to that, I will say the same thing to anybody else who may have been watching something on television that they were dreading on Tuesday. Just make sure that you're taking care of yourself while you're watching it. If you need to take a break from the atrocity, put on some music, get a book out, read a book, write down your thoughts. Just do something to keep your head above water while watching what seems to be an unbelievable train wreck going into Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, the rumors are that Adam Gase could be fired if the Jets lose this game. So I think everyone is really rooting for the Broncos in this one. Um, it's unfortunate that <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Even the Jets fans. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I I'm rooting for the Broncos. Um, I think Noah Fant is basically the only fantasy relevant play here. To be honest, I was just about to say too. I mean, you, I think you might be able to sneak in like the Jets defense or the Broncos uh, just because they're playing a. I actually am playing the Jets defense. <laughs> oh, okay. We have them on the stream. I don't. I don't think we could really stick our flag in them. They're eleven percent owned on Yahoo and six on. ESPN. Surprise it's yeah, that if, high. Yeah. If you're in a bind, you Scott, you had to use your uh, commissioner powers to save me today. I accidentally dropped Antonio Brown in a dynasty for the Jets defense. Yeah. Because I dropped commissioner Antonio powers, Brown. baby. Yeah. <laughs> I dropped Antonio Brown and a kicker or and a defense or something for for the Jets defense. The second time I've had to use Commissioner Powers on Tom's lineup in the past two weeks. <laughs> I, I am not careful. I'm a loose cannon. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to think of like a, a Good Austin one of his Powers. catchphrases. <laughs> and it's just, it, it'll, it'll come to me at a certain point. Well, I send him a gif of O-Behave. <laughs> <laughs> and when I accidentally dropped Antonio Brown, I sent the gif of I've lost my mojo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right. Austin Powers. Yeah, Austin Powers. I mean, that's another thing that you can watch instead of Jets Broncos. <laughs> you know, but uh, Tom, I do certainly agree. Uh, Noah Fan is an every week starting tight end, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. The target share is there. The red zone looks are there. You know, the performance is going to be up and down because guess what? He plays He's the tight end, end position. And but this quarterback's an undrafted free agent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Drew Lock may come back next week. By the way, yeah, it's a long that. week to get to get better. Hopefully, he was never hopefully. placed on IR. So yeah, exactly. It's an encouraging sign. Yep. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, it's Saints Lions time, and this one, uh, I'm sure we have this as a shootout, right? Uh, no. Well, we do now, Tom. We played it. <laughs> All right. There's no turning back now. It can be mine. I'll take it. I don't even. I don't want to do the Browns and the Cowboys anymore because Baker sucks. So I'll take this one. <laughs> you know, you know. One of these days, the Baker slander is really going to get to me. Yeah, I think I think that this is a, a good pick too. Um, I'm, I actually Thanks, have man. a uh, a payup too. Oh. Pay me what you want, Camara. Yeah, I mean, like he's. He's only 8,000 on DraftKings and 8,800 on FanDuel. And he should be getting the ultimate respect. Like, that's not the ultimate respect. You should have to pay $10,000. What we were paying for Christian McCaffrey last year. Yeah, you should have to pay that big time changing your whole lineup around this guy dollar because he's been going absolutely buck wild. And, yes, 
Michael Thomas might come back this week. Practice Wednesday. Yeah, which is which is encouraging. But Kamara has been on a tear. And adding a player like Michael Thomas might only help his chances mm-hmm. of posting huge numbers. Kamara had two touchdowns week one when Thomas played. Yep. So what are we talking? You know, like it they can they can both survive and thrive together. They've done it before. Basically, in every game they've played together, besides the ones where Kamara was playing injured last year. He also yeah. had like three so, touchdowns that game. The last one was overturned by like a centimeter. That's right. Yeah. On a pass from Taysom Hill. I uh, guess for so. the line. Yeah. For the Lions, they're seeming to get back to full strength. Kenny Galladay with a, a healthy week under his belt. That was Mark- a bit of a shocker for them last week. The fact that they beat the Cardinals? Yeah. I mean, they play the Cardinals close. They tied the Cardinals last year. That is true. So but they, I, like, I was surprised. I was well, surprised. That was, good a, win. was a good win for them. That was a go save your job moment for Matt Patricia, I think. I got the uh oh wait, no, never mind. Wrong game. Okay. Yeah. I th- I was I was starting to think about the Cardinals. We'll get to them later. It's tough not to think about the Cardinals these days. <laughs> uh we can move on though to Chargers Buccaneers. Uh I really like this game. Interesting stat that I got that has nothing to do with fantasy football. Tom Brady has won his last seven games against the Chargers, regular season and playoffs. Interesting. They're 0 7 against him. Maybe it's just that Phil lost his last seven against Tom Brady. Could yeah. also be true. Phil has done a lot of losing in his career. Yeah, Phil was intimidated. We'll carry that over if they play the if they play Indy. Yeah, I don't think they do. Then, right? Uh, no, they don't. I don't think so. They don't. But uh, I think you can play Mike Evans here. Obviously, he well, should Godwin's be in, out. in a pretty huge spot. And I think these tight ends are going to have to be used in this game because. I don't know how much you can lean on Scotty Miller as a as a second receiver. You know, you probably give him. Scotty Miller is also uh, banged up. I think he had a limited or did not practice. So if he doesn't go, then it's really full steam ahead for the tight ends. And hopefully, but what's interesting? Oh, sorry, Tom. Well, no, yeah, just, what's interesting though is that the uh, the Chargers are always good against tight ends. Yes, very true. Yeah, uh, I mean Gronk hopefully can be different, and if they have two of them at once then they can't be good against both of them. Here's hoping. That holds up for me. <laughs> that logic. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I think it's pretty clear Austin Eckler is the guy to play. The Buccaneers have been very good against running backs in fantasy for the last two plus years. Um, Eckler, obviously the guy out of the backfield, especially with Herbert looking like he'll make his third consecutive start for the Chargers. Um, outside of him, I think you can definitely trust Keenan Allen the way he played last week. Um I'm not entirely sure I'm sold on Hunter Henry, although where you drafted him, he's probably your only or best option. Hunter Henry's been pretty good, though. Yeah. Yeah, he's and he's been getting least, the He's target. had at least 50. Yeah, he's had at least 50 yards every week. As a tight end, that's unfortunately. Mm, we got to keep an eye on that streak. Yeah. That was John Brown-esque from last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a good call. <laughs> we move on now to a game that I'm surprised is not one of our stinkers, but given the other selections that we've made, I can – I understand why it's not. Uh, we'll we'll talk about um, where the hell is the tab? Bengals Jaguars. <laughs> I guess we're just throwing the ultimate respect on Gardner Minshew's name, uh, which is fine with me. Yeah, actually, I have another pay up here too. Um, Scott's spending the big bucks not, this week. Uh, yeah, I am. Not really, actually. But pay me what you want. I, I think he's a little undervalued, actually, and it's James Robinson. Uh, he's 6,600 on Fandle and 6,500 on DraftKings, which qualifies as a payup for us. But this man has been unbelievable over the last, especially the last two weeks. Yeah. And even week one, he was close to 100 total yards. So he's had a 20 spot. He's had a 30 burger. 
let's ride, right? Let's ride. Why is his price not a little? I think his price should be higher. I think it's because he plays for the Jags. Probably. And because, (laughs) you know, they played Thursday night. Everybody forgot about how well he played (laughs) because they got lost in the chaos of week week three, and that's it. Uh, For the Bengals, I've seen A.J. Green dropped in a few leagues. I've seen T. Higgins started in a couple of leagues now. Has... Has the hierarchy changed for your in your minds, guys? I got T. Higgins as a scroll down here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fifty three hundred Fanduel, only forty five hundred on DraftKings. We'll play the drop. What are we waiting for? <laughs> Sorry, hold on one second. I, I will say I really like what I've seen from T. Higgins so far. Down, 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 down. And you know the the Bengals, they're going young. You know, like, yeah. He has he's he didn't play week one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was inactive. But it seems like he's taken over that third receiver role in the offense over John Ross because he saw six targets week two and nine targets in week three. So he has the eye of Burrow. And one of the things I brought up early, and I'm going to bring it up again here, is that the the Bengals were really interested in drafting T. Higgins because of his rapport with Burrow at like the combine. Mm -hmm. They they looked really good together while they were running drills and like they asked them about each other and and it became like kind of a no brainer pick for them. So they had that built in rapport going into the season, which like a lot of rookies didn't have this year. I mean, sign it up, right? Like that's that's a layup to me. Yeah, and he looks good, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's Ocho Cinco Jr. Yes, wow. Ocho Cinco gave him permission to wear number 85, according to Ocho Cinco's Twitter, one of the best uh one of the best twitters in the game. One of the uh one of the potential qualifiers for the stream too, Gardner Minshew actually because he was kind of dirty last week. His ownership is 50% on Yahoo and 49 on ESPN. So to me, that qualifies as an mm-hmm. as a potential official. He streamer. averages under 50%. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he's if he's our official, but uh the Bengals no. is a pretty good matchup. I think my guy is the official. From from the from uh my... got bench, Tom. From the preview, right? What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not Mitch. Mitch watches over. Oh, right. Sad. Yeah. His watch oh, yeah, of course we're going to go with them. Yeah. Let's go to that game right now. It's a 1 o'clock game. Okay. Seahawks-Dolphins. Yeah. We're riding with the fits. You have to. His ownership should be way higher. Come 11% on, Yahoo. The water is fine. 11% Yahoo, 12% ESPN. I think it's only up like 4 or 5% in each, Criminal. In each of those leagues. After he put up a 25 spot, he's going to be in this game where – all he's going to do is put up points, and then all Russell Wilson is going to do is put up points and then rinse and repeat. I mean, these yeah. two versus each other couldn't be a better matchup for Fitzpatrick, and that's almost really all you need to say, despite the fact that the Seahawks defense has been giving it up, which leads to those shootouts. Yep. So all the supporting facts are there, but the two faces at the helm in the quarterback position in this one just create the points. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a layup to me. Yeah, I'm surprised this wasn't a, a, a shootout for us. Actually, I, I could easily see this being a shootout because, like you said, the uh, the Dolphins' offense looks really good. Actually, yeah. a lot better than I expected. And, um, I am going to go ahead and I got I got a shutdown for you too. There it is. Taffer was I had a lost. loading issue over here. Ta- yeah, exactly. We needed to get Taffer. Taffer's trying to open up the bars <laughs> in America. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, Miles Gaskin. Seattle's been burned through the air, but they've been solid on the ground. They did a great job against Todd Gurley and against Ezekiel Elliott. Hit us with it, Don. Fat bitch, Miles Gaskin. 
<laughs> Put him in the tiger cage. Put him in the tiger cage this week. That's a very good point, Don. <laughs> Put him in the tiger cage, a.k.a. Feed him bench. that day-old Walmart meat <laughs> and let him thrive. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great detail to pull back up not a lot of people bring up keep, the, keep dog, the walmart meat. <laughs> the day old walmart meat that they fed the tigers yes. keep them don't go too far he we also just, fed he, that he a great so much more that i could get into with that show no it's, we're gonna bring him up every week just every so you week. can keep yep. going yep. <laughs> but this week i know he had you know 27 touches last week so i guess he could be desperate enough but like i said if Gurley's not doing it and Zeke's not doing it, I don't think my that bitch Miles Gaskin's doing it either. <laughs> if you put Miles Gaskin in your lineup, you will never financially recover from this. <laughs> Very nice. I love this Dolphins Seahawks game. Even if Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't put up twenty five against the Jags on Thursday night last week, I think he would be he would easily be the streamer. He doesn't need to have played a good game last week to be able to pop off this week. This is what Ryan Fitzpatrick has built his career off of is these types of games where he comes from out of nowhere and the Dolphins beat the Seahawks at home, which I'm now predicting on record that they will do. The drops keep coming. Oh, wow. Come on in. Oh, damn, I'm having some loading issues. We're streaming issues. some more? I'm having some loading issues. No, it was actually a plum pick. I was ho- rooting for it to come on in and play, but... Uh, well, uh, I'll jump Carlos in and Hyde, say that... If, oh. if uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. I thought you were going to go to Greg Olson here. Um, he's a he's a streaming option for the tight end position, unlikely to be the official stream, but a guy who's Good you call. know 22% owned on Yahoo, 10% owned on ESPN. He's getting his fair share of targets. He splits it a little bit with uh, the Whistling Disley, but Greg Olson has had the eye of Russell Wilson <laughs> from the offseason into the regular season, and he's proving a, uh, a valuable fantasy asset if started. Yeah. Yeah, and like I, I would just just to close it out on Carlos Hyde, who's fifty seven hundred on Fanduel, fifty three hundred on DraftKings. Uh, he could step into a monster mm-hmm. load here, and they're not afraid to throw to the running back position. And Hyde isn't a terrible receiver, so I think he could step directly into this Carson role. And if you picked him up, or maybe you have Carson and you paid a lot of fab just to be sure, I think you can go ahead and just yeah. start him. I mean, it's certainly what they want Carlos Hyde to be is the Chris Carson role. That's basically exactly how it played out. Uh, when Carson left that game with that horrible play that the Cowboys defensive lineman made. Sure. Um, we move on now to another game we've got identified as a shootout. Fingers crossed that we're hoping to play it. It's Vikings-Texans. And I mean, this one, you can start anybody against this Vikings defense until further notice. How as about far the as Texans defense? The same They're thing. not yeah, too exactly. hot either. Yeah. And that's what, that's what made me choose them. Uh, they're one of the higher ones in the uh, the over under as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking at that. The Packers are actually the highest, which you had already picked, but we'll get to them much later. Uh, but for this game, like you said, I don't think there's any reason to be afraid of anybody. Um, are you guys? Here's the question, though: For everyone who picked up Jefferson, do you play him this week? Yes. Are you afraid at all? Who are? I'm not I mean, who afraid, but I. I think there's people you'd start over Justin Jefferson, to be honest. I mean, especially if you're, if you're loaded at receiver and you just got Jefferson to have an embarrassment of riches at the position, sure. Right. But if you're one of those people who like went out and used a top priority waiver claim or used a lot of your fab budget to get him, like this is the matchup that you want him to be in if you're going to play him. That's a good point. So yeah, they want to get him the ball, but you know, it is what it is. I don't know. I think you probably have better receivers or more trustworthy receivers 
um, there's receivers to be had. There's not a receiver shortage. It's not no, like the not running back all. position. Or tight end at this point, too. But I'll, I'll transfer to the running back position, though. David Johnson, $6,700 on FanDuel, $5,600 on DraftKings. He's a plum pick for me if we got the drops ready. I can feel it down in my plums. Nice timing, guys. And the reason it. why he's he's more of a plum pick here is, you, you, I mean, I feel it in my plums. I know it in my plums, to be honest. He's had some tough matchups. He has, he has a yep. good game against Kansas City. Then he plays Baltimore, very tough matchup. Then he plays Pittsburgh, very tough matchup. But what does he do Still in score. Pittsburgh? He scores a touchdown. Exactly, Donnie. And the Minnesota Vikings run defense, this is why I wanted to bring up David Johnson, is not what it was. Um, they're they're giving up the second most points to the running back position, I believe. And wow. uh, no, I'm sorry, that is the Carolina Panthers, and the Raiders are first. I'm mixing up my plum pick and my payup, but the point remains is that they haven't been able to stop anything. As Don has mentioned, and yep. David Johnson is getting double digit carries and four targets at least in every single game. So he's a running back one, and I really think he's a running back one. And he's had some tough matchups, but I want you to encourage you to play him in your lineups daily, redraft, whatever. He's going to be yeah. good. He just had two tough matchups. Shout out for nothing, a shootout for nothing, baby. Yeah, yeah. you're. Let's you're kinda, see them points. And the one league I have him, I have like a uh, a decent crop of wide receivers and running backs. Uh, so I actually have. I think I have him on my bench right now. But you're kind of talking me into playing him. There's no reason to be sitting good old David Johnson. Yeah. The week that you sit him is last week, and he still delivered. Yeah, in I, my opinion. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk. And that's about like that's yet. what goes to show he's a he's a no brainer start him yep. every week. I think. You see and, why uh, Bill O'Brien paid such a high price to get him to Houston? <laughs> <laughs> well, Don, you're not wrong in saying that that should have something to do with it, right? Yeah. You can't right. do that and then like not use him. Yeah. It just they have the, no choice. Yeah. And they really don't right now because Duke Johnson's still nursing a hamstring injury. Yeah. And not even that he was playing that much before he got hurt anyway. Yeah, here's still. a hot tip. Say you'll trade your say you'll trade David Johnson to one of your league mates, right? Then in the proposal, send Duke Johnson and uh hopefully they accept. You could pull a you could pull a D Johnson trick. D Johnson, Houston running back. Boom. Classic. Text them up. all about David Johnson though. And then yeah. send Duke Johnson. <laughs> and then slip Duke Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Browns, Cowboys. This should be a fun one in Jerry World. Hopefully, uh, Cowboys have brought the points wherever they've played this year. Um, their defense, speaking of a defense who cannot stop a nosebleed, uh, we've got uh, Tom, you initially had this in your shootout. Oh, I can feel it down in my plums. This isn't me, is it? No, it's me. Um, I'm going with CeeDee Lamb. I know that last week was a big said Wilson week. And. Uh, <laughs> You know, also also Michael Gallup, but let's not forget that Cleveland has been pretty bad against covering slot receivers this year. Uh, Tyler Boyd ate him up pretty good, mm-hmm. and um, I forget, no, not last week, unfortunately, because they played the football team. But uh, even Willie Sneed scored a touchdown week one as well. Dontrell Inman had two against them. right. I don't, I'm was, not sure he, what they his, mix him around. Yeah, his his slot snap share was, but overall, they've let up a touchdown to the slot receiver basically every week at least. And uh, CD Lamb, it, it's coming, right? The yes. the explosion at some point is coming, especially yeah. all in you this have to do offense. is watch him with the football in his hands. You know, know he's that. had a nine target game, but he's never had less than six. So you know that you're you're probably going to get a decent floor, especially playing out of the slot. You should get some easy targets. 
and in a matchup where the slot where they struggle against the slot receiver, I think this is a potential home run. And if you have him on your bench, it's time to play him. Fifty six hundred on FanDuel, fifty four hundred on DraftKings. I think he's a pretty damn good daily player too. Absolutely. First, I mean, I I really just love watching this guy play. Um, and so like sometimes that's enough for me. Yeah, it's like I, I, can, I think the I, matchup is good. I too. like this guy enough that you know. I may irrationally start him, but I'll I'll live with the consequences whether he plays. I well think or we not. got our official tight end in this one too, but I'll hit the drop first. Oh, come on in, boys. The water is fine. In Joku, uh, Dalton Schultz. Yeah, he plays the I Browns. I, I totally okay. agree with this one. Uh, by the way, I think I almost was going to put him as like a scroll down. Uh, his value is just really good, and he's been getting targets, and that's really what it's all about. Like I've, I've said this before, they haven't changed the offense around pivoting to Dalton Schultz. They just go to nope. him. Week two, he had 10 targets. He had six and four in his debut, right? So um, he's probably looking at above five targets, which at the tight end position is going to get it done, especially mm-hmm. versus Cleveland, who's been giving it up, and they've been a soft target for us. So I think Dalton Schultz all the way. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I actually I have him. I was able to pick him up in the league where I had Goddard, and he's went to the IR. And I have Dak in that league, so I'm really hoping that our Browns' uh, terrible defense against the tight ends over the years pulls through for me just at least one more time. Thirty five percent on Yahoo, twenty six percent on ESPN. You can get this guy in probably all of your leagues. It's funny. Either way, that Dalton is contributing for the Cowboys. This year, it means that something went wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm using him as a Janu backup for right now. But also in this game, I should mention, uh, Kareem Hunt didn't log a full practice on Wednesday, so it could be <laughs> full systems go for Chubb, and it could be scary territory for Kareem Hunt. It's a groin injury. Um, we'll see mm. how that develops. And That's there are whispers of people being interested in Nodell Beckham Jr. this week. I don't know if you guys oh. will play it. Uh, oh, I it's am. A it's a load amount. Pay me what you want it. Yeah, Odell somehow still qualifies. I uh, sixty six hundred in Fanduel, fifty eight hundred in DraftKings. I'm paying up for him. The Cowboys haven't covered a a soul this entire season. Yeah, yeah. I would say that he and should Brent. actually. I, I would say the reason. <laughs> I mean, he should almost be a scroll down to me. His price yeah. is actually like. Too high. It's he sucks yeah, it's cheap enough. Right he's as he's as expensive as James Robinson, and James Robinson should be way more expensive than Odell. <laughs> if you're just going off what has happened this season, yeah, I mean that's fair. But he's I agree with you. That. They haven't covered anyone, and Odell has really looked great on the catches that he has had this season. So against this defense, it's a likely cash. Yes, I believe this game, just by process of elimination, is our official streaming defense. And it's the Cardinals. Yeah, it's a what weird is going one, on? Right, it's a very weird one. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. I think the problem here is that there's a lot of good defenses out there who have great matchups. These are defenses that were being drafted yes. like before. Like the Ravens get Washington, the Rams get the Giants. You know how many the defenses Bills are playing were, the Raiders? We're at like sixty percent. Or like just over <laughs> our threshold that were like yeah. would have been good ones like Denver and how about the Packers? I mean, the Packers play Atlanta. For yeah. Atlanta? Yeah, hell no. And the, and the Packers score too many points nowadays. True, true. <laughs> and but, the, ni- like the Niners were drafted. They play the Eagles. Right. And, you know, the Rams were owned or or like people spent fab on them reasonably because they played the Giants. Yep, that's right. Congratulations to you on that, Tom. But 
you know, like I said, they're slim pickings. Uh, the Cardinals get a lot of sacks, and teams that put pressure on Teddy Bridgewater tend to do pretty well mm-hmm. against him. Um, but I, got I don't Pete know if you guys want to go with them as the official. The, only, the last one we have left on the dock is the Sunday night game, so we could we could save it to, to make our decision till then. But um, I don't yeah, know. I'm, I just, fine. I don't... I'm fine saving it, and I'll pivot into uh, my pay up, which is if you hit the drop, I'll speak after, I suppose. Pay me what you want. It's Kenyon Drake versus Carolina, and part of the reason that I like Kenyon Drake in this lineup is that I think the the Carolina Panthers will be able to score. Um, not to the point that the Cardinals defense wouldn't be an effective choice, but I think that they'll be able to score and the Cardinals can also just continue scoring. Uh, Kenyon Drake, I want to bring him up just because he hasn't had like a really good uh, year so far for fantasy, no, but hasn't blown he's up still yet. a pay up uh, $7,000 on FanDuel, $6,000 on DraftKings. He's averaging 18 carries per game. So, this is the one, right? Yep. It's 18 carries per game. I spoiled the other stat that this is the second highest um, fantasy producing defense against the running back position. So right. running backs go crazy. Uh, Kenyon Drake should be locked and loaded. He should get the ball 20 times and he should score. He should, you know, he should finally show up for you yep. in fantasy. I would say stop being frustrated with Kenyon Drake. You're going to play this him this week a- and you're going to be happy to do it. This is an offense that, or this is a defense that allowed above average performances for Josh Jacobs, Ronald Jones, and Leonard Fournette in yep. week two, and Austin Eckler week three. It's all systems go for Kenyon Drake. I love the pick, Tom. Yeah, I'll keep yeah. the payoffs rolling. Um, I'm going with DeAndre Hopkins, 8,700 on FanDuel, 8,500 on DraftKings. Uh, he's just too good for me right now. Yep. I, I didn't really love the other payup options at receiver. Uh, I think the move actually this week would be to pay up at running back and get some of these cheaper receivers that we'll probably bring up later or, uh, you know, guys like CeeDee Lamb that we brought up earlier. But uh, DeAndre Hopkins to me was the standout guy. He's been unbelievable this year. And, you know, the Panthers have been had by the likes of Mike Evans and and others. So it's not like he can't go out there and throw down a hammer. It might just be a uh, last week we thought it would be, but I think this week might actually be the loadout, the Cardinals week, Kyler. Uh, Hopkins and Drake, maybe you, you stack them all together in one one daily lineup. DeAndre Hopkins target numbers 16, 9, and 12. So he's averaging right around 12 targets a game. Yeah. That's good? Very that's good. good. Yeah, that's good. That's very, very good. Yeah. Uh, and either 100 yards or a touchdown in every game so far. Seems like the Cardinals really had a plan in mind when they traded for him, uh, which you'll love to see. Yep. Yep. All right, next game we are going to is going to be Colts Bears. Nick Foles getting the start for this one. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. I like the call of this being a stinker. I don't like this one. Yeah. And uh, Vegas doesn't either, actually. It's one of the lower over-unders. Uh, I'm just a little scared of both teams, honestly, in this one. The defenses are are playing well, especially the Colts defense has been playing great, especially over the last two weeks against the Vikings and the Jets, albeit. But... You know, and you can't really trust a lot of guys going into Soldier Field. Like that is that is still true. Uh, I wouldn't trust Phil here, obviously, but you know anyone for the Colts. Really, it's it's tough to trust anyone. And I got, I actually got another guy. I'm putting on the watch for the season long. Uh oh. Shut it down. Uh oh. T.Y. Hilton, where are you at? T.Y. Hilton, the season started. Somebody tell him where are you at? <laughs> T.Y. Hilton, three targets last week. Five the week before. He's barely even in this offense right now. It's running entirely through the running backs. The rapport with him and Phil, 
clearly has not been there. I don't think he even has a touchdown yet this season. I can't believe this. It, it's it's trouble. It's scary. You know, yeah. you bank on T.Y. getting those huge yardage totals. That's why you draft him, because he can get those big chunk gains. You thought Phil would be able to find him. It has not been the case early. No. I'm terrified of him season long, and I definitely wouldn't be playing him this week. And I wouldn't be playing him until he has a good game. Yeah, I mean... Like, I would love to just be like, oh, like, this is a guy you can target and trade, but there's no site. There's no, there's no site down the road where you can be like, oh, yeah, like, TY, like, it's going to soften up. Like, like, there's none of that. Doesn't like, seem to he, be. It just, it's just a really bleak outlook. And I completely agree with you on that. Uh, Ravens, Washington. Hold on. I've got one as well. Oh, I'm sorry. shutting down Allen Robinson if you want to hit me the shutdown. Shut it down. Uh oh. Thank you, Scott. And thank you, Taffer. Um, Two tapper special in this game. <laughs> exactly. That's how you know it's going to be a real crappy game. Um, That's right. They failed the stress test. <laughs> Allen Robinson, he's doing just fine. You know, uh, we'll see if he's the apple of Nick Foles' eye. But here's the thing: DJ Chark gets a bailout touchdown in Week One versus Indy. Otherwise, only goes for about 23 yards. Minnesota. Um, Adam Thielen can't get going. Justin Jefferson doesn't get going. Even if you think Justin Jefferson is awesome. Then there you go. He didn't get going in that game either. Yep. The Jets, only Braxton Berrios decided to show up. I don't know. Allen Robinson and Braxton Berrios seem like pretty different receivers to me. Um, Colts defense has been good. <laughs> Bears have been bad. This game is a stinker. The odds makers have it low. I think Allen Robinson, if he's in a should I, won't I, well, I don't know. Should I play this other guy who I like? I think you might want to go with that other guy because I think Allen Robinson might turd out here for you. Uh-oh. 7,000 fan duel. 6,700 DraftKings, too much. And that's money. kind of what I was talking about with the pay upset receiver. Like Allen Robinson is one of the highest priced wide receivers this week. And when you look at him, you're like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not paying that for him. No yeah. Way. yeah. That's the, that's the thing is I was looking for someone to shut down too. Right. And I'm scrolling through everything and, you know, I'm like, well, this is a pretty like pricey guy to shut down. It's kind of like a, a ballsy move here. I, well, I was, I was a little cautioned to actually choose him, but you know, I think there's other better options. I'm not playing Allen Robson this week. All right. Give me Devontae Ravens. Parker. Give me Preston Williams, maybe even. Ooh. I didn't, I'm starting yeah. Preston Williams in the guillotine league this wow. week. There you go. Yeah. That's where we're at. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd start right. Preston Williams over Allen Robinson, by the way, but I might. All right. Ravens, Washington. Ravens all of a sudden need to, need to dominate this game to kind of bounce back the morale after what Pat Mahomes did to them on Monday night. Taffer's coming back. I'm it would. down. Um, Tony G. I'm actually going to break some hearts on this one. I think I'm shutting down Hollywood Brown. Um, mm -hmm. Weirdly, the Washington football team has allowed one receiver in half PPR to go 10 plus, And it was nuke. Oh. It was Hopkins. So uh, until that starts to change a little bit, I'm not going to pick Hollywood Brown who uh, had his quarterback throw for less than 100 yards this week. Time to wake up, Lamar. Mm -hmm. I know he's going to have a big game. He's probably going to have a big game, but I'm not willing to say it's going to be through Hollywood Brown, unfortunately. That uh, DeAndre Hopkins 12-plus point performance, his lowest catch and receiving yard numbers of the entire year. He only got over 10 because of the touchdown that he scored. And maybe, you know, there's a, a, a case to be made that the, the football team is just going down early, you know, and it's making the other team run. Well, guess what might happen then for the Ravens? Lamar. Yeah, I believe, is Chase Young already rolled out? I think he's going to be out a couple weeks. Yeah, so no Chase Young. You know, Lamar's probably going to run wild on them. That's kind of what I'm thinking, too, and it makes me a little afraid 
of Hollywood Brownie. Sixty three hundred on FanDuel and DraftKings a piece too, which is which is too much. Yeah. Uh, especially coming off a clunker like that last yep. one. Speaking of clunkers, the Giants travel cross country to play the Rams this week. The Rams coming off of a loss to Buffalo. Um, I don't like this game at all for the Giants. I like one player. Where... Is it Slayton? It's a scroll down if you want to hit me with it. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, that's Evan Ingram versus uh, the LA Rams. He's wow. only forty four hundred dollars on DraftKings, which is bonkers yeah, cheap. He sucks fifty six hundred dollars <laughs> on FanDuel, and suck he may, Don. But that is a cheap price for a tight end that has big upside and is averaging about seven targets a game with a beat up wide receiver core. And you were just thinking that I was about to shut down Slayton or something like that. Slayton, I'm shutting not, down Slayton. Oh, so exactly. You're shutting down Slayton. So who are they going to throw the ball to when they're going to throw? I think Evan Ingram sees those Devonta seven Freeman. targets. I think there's a chance that he scores a touchdown. Certainly a higher chance than Devonta Freeman, actually. And uh, I think we Evan ready Ingram, to start putting uh, Golden Tate on the radar. No, Golden Tate He's is fine. Targeted. Yeah, I think I like Golden Tate, and I've always liked Golden Tate, and I've liked him coming into the season too. He's a uh, he's a cheap guy that you could probably spot start, especially in full point PPR. But I doubt he's even as cheap as Evan Ingram at forty four hundred dollars on DraftKings. So I rest. Yeah, yeah it would peace. be. Yeah, Darius Slayton was fifty five hundred on Fanduel and five thousand on DraftKings. Uh, I'm good with that shutdown too. He had a monster week one and has been quiet over the last two weeks because because yeah. his quarterback like, sucks and they're and they're you know the defense is actually having to lock in on him as their best yeah, offensive player. Exactly. And he's getting Tom banner coverage. The banner Jalen Ramsey coverage. Thank uh, you. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good call, Donnie. Um I'm loading out the Rams in one of my leagues. I picked up Goff. I have Daryl Henderson. I'm against I have Goff Bob and Woods. Cup in a league. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting Cup and like it's the Rams are gonna really determine how my week goes <laughs> this this week. Which is fine. Uh because I like them. Patriots Chiefs, Cam Newton, Pat Mahomes uh, this should be a fun one. Uh, I don't believe we had it identified as a shootout, but certainly on the fringe we of having that happen. We didn't get a chance to talk about the Chiefs game in the recap, but how awesome were the plays? They might have ran five of the ten coolest plays I've ever seen on a football field in that game. They're running these reverses where Mahomes is at receiver, and they get him back in the pocket, and he throws like this swing pass to CEH. And then the crazy Sherman play. There was a play up the middle to Kels yeah. that went for a huge gain. Andy Reid is just in the bag in the right bag. now. It is in crazy. The bag. And they're just going to put up numbers. I think they're going to drop a huge one. I said to Don, I think this might be the CEH week because Bill Belichick does a good job of taking away good tight ends. I will say, they, and they did just do a great job of it last week. Right. Last week, tra- last year, Travis Kelsey went nuts on the Patriots. Well, it, well the, the focus could be on Tyree Kill then too, yep. which, you know, that's that's the Who's the also killed them. You play when you play against the Chiefs, so. Yep. I think it's CEH's turn. But when you said that, the thought that came to mind, a rookie running back having a breakout monster performance against the Patriots? Oh, yeah, Kareem Hunt just did that three years ago. That's right. <laughs> so why wouldn't he, Why wouldn't CEH be able to do it this year? Uh, yeah, there's a reason for optimism with every guy in that team. Yeah. You can you can say, well, why not start Nicole Hardman? Why not? Yeah, I almost snap. did that as a scroll down. I almost just picked, like, random Chiefs guys. And it goes to the point of Don <laughs> saying, like, why is this not a shootout? It's just a Chiefs game, right? It's like a cheap yeah. op. Like it is a shootout, at least on one side of the ball, guaranteed every we're single time. We're still observing. We're still observing the 
we get it. The Chiefs are going to score yeah. a lot of points rule that we made for ourselves last year. Chiefs are an auto shootout. Yeah, like it's going to happen. It's and, awesome. And Cam, to his credit, kept up with Russell Wilson on the Sunday night game against the Seahawks. So, you know, the Patriots have enough firepower to keep this game close as well, which obviously works out for everybody. Keeps the Chiefs throwing, keeps CEH churning. We love seeing all of that. Bills Raiders. I have my uh, plum pick for this one. I can feel it down in my plums. And we're breaking our rules a little bit. Tom and myself both going for tight ends in positions that we usually pick running backs and wide receivers. But I just have a really good feeling about Darren Waller this week. I know he was horrible and probably killed you against the Patriots. But listen, Bill Belichick gushed about him on Monday or on Tuesday morning. He's just like, oh, wow, like I can't believe what they do. You know why he did that? Because he knew that he was going to shut down Darren Waller last week. Yes. The Bills don't have that kind of capability and this is very similar to why tom liked cooper cup against the bills they're better on the outside than they are on the inside in terms of covering the pass that's why cooper cup played really well against them last week and that's why i think darren waller is going to wreak havoc against these bills in the second game in the stadium that is now affectionately being called the death star which i love um <laughs> yeah i just I, cool. I love i love uh darren waller this week and i'm i'm starting him without fear yeah, basically, uh, my scroll down is Hunter Renfro for my same reasons and for basically what you laid out as above as well. But $4,600 on DraftKings, $5,300 on FanDuel, pretty damn cheap. Uh, Darren Waller, if he wasn't schemed out last week, he was a little banged up, and Hunter Renfro definitely uh, stepped up to the plate. So it's going to be for one sure. of those two guys, if not both. Versus yeah, Buffalo. no rugs, no Brian Edwards this week. Exactly. Yeah, so it should be the two of them, like you said, yeah. on the outside. Uh, I, th- I think that's a very good point. You might be able to sneak Derek Carr in there, 19% on Yahoo and 14% on ESPN. Bills did just get burned by uh, Jared Goff Fitz, as well. Fits obviously the official stream at a lower ownership percentage and a better situation. Better beard. But, you know, if someone if someone in your league has a beard and respects Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> you might have to rock Derek Carr, who I think could, you know, the, the Bills defense, yes, they've been good, but their offense is playing at a pace yeah. that kind of, Speeds the game up and allows for quarterbacks to be able to throw on them a little bit. There's probably a guy in your league who just likes when his players have a really sick beard. There's probably not a guy in your league who likes quarterbacks who look like they're about to cry at any moment. (laughs) So that's why I think Derek Carr may be a more advantageous pickup uh, going into this week. Speaking of quarterbacks who look like they're about to cry all the time, Carson Wentz and the Eagles go into what's left of the 49ers to play San Francisco on Sunday night. We have no Raheem Mostert, no Jimmy Garoppolo in practice on Wednesday Their Thursday and Friday practice reports are going to be paramount to the outlook for the 49ers. But uh, Jarek McKinnon should be in for a big workload regardless as Tevin Coleman is still on IR. For the Eagles, it does look like we're going to get a heavy dose of Greg Ward Jr. and J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. And we stream. Yeah, this is we got to make a decision now. This was the last remaining defense on our official streaming radar. The Eagles are 37% owned on Yahoo, 21 on ESPN. They played the Bengals last week, so it might be a little fluky, but um, they also had eight sacks last week. So I'm That's thinking a lot. it could potentially be. And I yeah, think, all right, I'll see you guys there. Exactly. The reason why I would trust the Eagles defense is what Tom laid out. He's identified this as his stinker of the week. Tom, let's hear it. Mm-hmm. Oddsmakers uh, have this one. <laughs> Oddsmakers have this one real low, and uh, I don't think Carson Wentz has been playing all, like he's all that. And I think the 49ers are still a good team without those like am- amazing defensive players. 
they still have first round picks galore in the defensive line. That's all they ever pick there anyway. And yep. you know, it's just a tough it's a tough spot for a guy who can't get any um blocking done for him with injuries all along his offensive line. Uh, it doesn't matter if you are missing Bosa. I think you'll still get into the Eagles' backfield, and uh, the points won't come because of that reason. Or just because Wentz will throw a ton of picks. He's averaging two a game right now. It could go up based yeah. on the way that, you know, that's uh, the, the San Fran defense. So what's the call, playing. guys? Eagles or Cardinals? I Cardinals. like Eagles. Damn, you're going to put that pressure on me, huh? Yep. I'm going with the Eagles. Get out. <laughs> the Niners are just too beat up. Get right out of now. my apartment. <laughs> Niners are too beat up. Eagles had eight sacks. Granted, they had five quarters to get them, but maybe they get them. Maybe they get that again. Who knows? <laughs> five and two thirds. The overtime's 10 minutes now. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Last game. Finally, I get to talk about my shootout. Uh, and we got a lot of drops for this. I also have a pay up and a scroll down in this one. Scott, play them in whatever order you would like because, and you pay me what you want. A scroll down in this one as well. Okay, you can you can talk. I have to reload. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, All right, I'm paying up for Devonte <laughs> Adams if he plays. Devontae Adams is the second most expensive player on FanDuel right now behind only Lamar Jackson. He's $9,000 on FanDuel, $7,900 on DraftKings. Uh, no reports on his practice from Wednesday as of yet. Packers may be giving their team an extra day off. What a stunner. Don's paying up for Devontae Adams. Yeah, listen, if he plays, you if, if he plays, he's going to go nuts. And even if he doesn't, or even if he does, you can play Alan Lazard, 6,200 in FanDuel. Happy to see he's getting the respect there. 5,500 on DraftKings. Alan Lazard, whether Devontae Adams plays or not, is going to have a huge role in this Packers offense. And it's been proven. He's got Rodgers trust. He's got his eye in the red zone on broken plays. They were running deep routes for him a couple of times against um, the Saints. So you better believe that those routes are going to be open against the Falcons, who just lost another defensive back to IR. This is loading up for the Packers to drop another 40 bomb. Scott, you've, you've rejuvenated your love for this offense, the way Aaron Rodgers has looked. It's all systems go for the Packers this week. May not stay like that forever. But for this week, it does seem like a lock to continue, especially with the Packers playing at home against Atlanta. I think you could sneak Olamide Zacchaeus in this week too. Just like because it. the game script kind of seems like they're going to have to throw a ton. Uh, we don't really know about the status of Julio right now. We're hopeful yep. that he's able he to play. He did not practice Wednesday. But if he doesn't go, then you know he this this is your WR2 in the Falcons offense. That I could be convinced to pay up for Cal Ridley too. A ton, yeah. Then if Calvin Julio doesn't Ridley go. Kind of seems Here's like the thing. a thing. Julio play. didn't practice at all the before the week that he played last. So he doesn't have to practice to play. Um, no, just a fun he thing. He doesn't I practice think. really. Uh, Sleeper has Devontae Adams projected for 21.12 in uh, full-point PPR, which is awesome. <laughs> That's a huge number. It's 17.93, I think, in uh, half as well. <laughs> I know. because I mean, that, that checks that out. So Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, enjoy this game. Play. I mean, play anybody, right? You're not playing Jamal Williams unless there's an injury to Aaron Jones. But, I mean, like any, Everyone any receiver in this game, you can roll out. Yeah, Young Hui Koo will not be playing. Has has a kicker, has a new kicker been uh signed by the Falcons yet, Tom? Uh not that I'm aware of. 
Okay. Oh, I well, haven't seen anything one either. One of the things I, I didn't bring it up at the beginning, but I want to bring up about the uh, potential situation going on with the Titans. Uh, I mean, we're at Monday night, so it's a good spot to bring it up. Scotty. Uh, one of the things you could bring up to your commissioner, uh, obviously we were talking about commissioner powers. Yeah, baby. Uh, earlier in the episode, uh, you can use that to your advantage to set up essentially a backup position, right? So let's say I have Derrick Henry and he plays and we don't know if he's going to play, but I have James Robinson who I could also put in. I tell the commissioner, this is the guy I want as my backup. And then we see what happens with the game. If the mm-hmm. Titans game ends up getting completely postponed and they just give him a bye week, you can use your commissioner powers, yeah, baby, to go ahead and slide J- uh, James Robinson into that lineup for them and kind of handle it like that. It's an interesting way to do it. Do I make you corny, baby? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> the Falcons worked out Kai Forbath and Elliot Fry for their kicker position while Young Hui Koo was out. That seems like it, a guy who would get signed. Forbath? Yeah. Sure. He's been around yeah, that's a, like eight teams That's already. a familiar name. Yeah. Yeah. Elliot Fry was was around for a little bit too. I forget where he was, but I know he's kicked. It might have even been the uh What's the I'm actual like, Monday night game? I'm less familiar. Actual Monday night is Falcons Packers. Oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and then it, and then it'll likely, hopefully at least be a doubleheader with uh Titans Steelers or they may just yes. say, or they may just say, "Hey, same time." Choose. Or you may actually already know by the time you're listening. Good Hope point. So. Good point. Uh, this episode will be going live Thursday morning very early. So if something breaks late, I will be pissed off. <laughs> but I will be on Twitter at RutzFF. I've been manning the account. Uh, shut down all my personal socials because uh, I'm, I'm tired of the mess. And uh, so I'll be on RutzFF. Uh, check out our Instagram at RutzFF as well. Uh, we're going to have our 30 Burger Thursday post coming up. We've got plenty of storylines and injuries to monitor uh, for the week five preview, which will be posted on Tuesday. In the meantime, any parting thoughts from the gentleman? Stay strong for us Titans and Vikings. Yeah, Henry, I need you. Don't we all? The world needs Derrick Henry, Damn I right. think, at this point. Derrick Henry for president. Got Maybe. my vote. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Enjoy the football. We'll see you next week. Keep scoring.